Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. The podcast all about getting people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, and the music that have soundtracked their journey. So join me as we open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today, I'm joined by the incredible personal trainer and fitness coach, Danny Williams. (laughs) Welcome to the Waffle Shop. <laughs> very complimentary of you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here, mate. Thank you very much. I always feel like it's very awkward for either the guests to listen to me like when I try and like hype them up. Because it's like because <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of sat here like <laughs> I'm kind of sat here like incredible, like mm. <laughs> but I appreciate the, I appreciate the words. <laughs> uh, it's very nice of you. Thank you. So we start each show with something that's um pissed us off it's got uh, we need to get off our chest it's called the weekly waffle i'm gonna launch yep. straight into mine because it actually happened to me this morning on my way back from the gym and i feel like this has happened to a lot of people but i don't feel like we talk about it enough but what's pissed me off this week is pigeons and you know when like you're walking and someone's walking kind of the opposite direction but towards you and there's like a pigeon yep. and you don't know which way that pigeon is going to go <laughs> And you get that you get that fear of like, is it going to fly into my face? Is it going to fly into my yeah. face? And you or you feel guilty. You start sweating, and it, in this heat as well, I, I really could have done without that this morning. Yeah, your mind's just doing a million calculations in such a short, short space of time, isn't it? It's like you know that meme of like that woman. <laughs> and there's those like mathematical like things going on. 
that, that's what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I, I don't wish that kind of stress upon anybody on any morning, let alone a hot morning like today. I feel better now though. Thank you for allowing me to get, <laughs> get, get that off my chair. No, it's it's all good. It's all good. Um what what's been pissing you off recently? <laughs> um all right, mine's probably on the same level in terms of lightheartedness. Um I won't reveal too much because it's kind of not secret, but I'm trying not to give too much away. But we've just been oh, okay. in the process of filming uh, a TV show, me and the boys, um, that I live with. Um, and this weekend, we've been away in a motorhome. Uh, we've been away on a trip to Wales oh, in a big wow. camper van that you drive, right? And um, the thing that's pissed me off, and it's a bit lighthearted, it didn't really piss me off, but it wasn't easy. We're sharing this seemingly big on the outside, but actually really small on the inside <laughs> the motorhome with three other six foot something lads when there's not much space to even get changed, let alone sleep in there, make food in there and whatever else you got to do in there. So that would wow. probably be my thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't easy at times. It was a bit uncomfortable. No, I can imagine. And to be fair, in this heat as well, <laughs> again, to bring it back. <laughs> not the one. Every single window open. and that, But then that also meant flies coming in and, oh, yeah, just you could hear other people talking outside and stuff. Yeah, not the one. <laughs> would you feel better now you've got it off your chest i feel better now I've got it off my chest. <laughs> thank you there very much that's what that's what we're about um i want to kind of Brilliant. launch straight into this because you know you only have to kind of look at your like instagram and even like talking to you now like you can tell like how open you are about when it you know the chat when it comes to like mental health and you know looking after yourself mm-hmm. especially like in you know with everything that's kind of going on in the minute it's a question that I find really interesting, especially considering the past 12 months that, you know, the, that whole shower of shit that we've been through. Um, look, how have you kept yourself yeah. going throughout the past year? Um, I would, well, to answer in short, surrounding myself with good people. That's probably the number one. I've got good yeah. people that I'm lucky enough to live with and have in my kind of close circle, family and friends. It's been a tough year for a lot of us where we've not been able to see our loved ones. Um, but I'm still lucky I live with my best friends. So um, first and foremost, that's a, that's a great one. Um, and I think reminding yourself what you have a passion for and what you find fun. I think what the last year's maybe done to a lot of us, and me in particular, especially at the start, is it made me forget what I used to like doing before lockdown. I used to yeah. go out all the time. I was quite sociable. I liked playing football. I liked reading. I liked doing a ton of other stuff and then I feel like when the restrictions got put on us for me personally I was like right well now what and I just kind of sat in bed and was like well what can we do and um there was actually still plenty plenty of we could have been getting up to but I think that mindset kind of changed really quickly yeah. when someone else tells you what the rules are um so I think for me when I made that switch of like right I still can do things I enjoy I'd start to cook much more rather than ordering food or eating in restaurants uh, you know um going out for running I didn't really do that before but since I couldn't really play football anymore I was like right I'm gonna have to do something to get out and active yeah. I'll start running instead and it's just kind of making the conscious effort to maybe adapt or slightly change what you used to do in order to fit the current environment and that was probably the the biggest thing for me it didn't happen overnight the first month or two was probably quite difficult like I'm sure it's been for a lot of people um but I think yeah making that conscious effort to be like right I can't do this anymore what can I do instead rather than right I can't do anything you know it's the end of the world you know and that kind of self-sabotage mindset um which can hold us all back we're all guilty of it at times I think to be fair it's quite interesting that you brought up that um self-sabotage mindset because one of the the things that I kind of wanted to talk to you about especially was mindset 
because you know we are mm. in this very weird time at the minute and you know whether it's and and I kind of wanted to get your advice and your kind of opinion because you're very much like out there in terms of like this is what I do like you know like posting like you know like your posts and stuff do you ever get like worried like about how they're going to be received and like that does that voice of self-sabotage kind of like seep in because I'm, I'm only asking from like a personal point because when I post something like on the waffle shop or I get really like anxious about like how is that going to be received like mm. and it's like that little voice inside my head like that's not good enough like how do you manage that yeah yeah no I, I completely I completely understand that I think it's completely natural as well um I still have times like that when you maybe question what you're doing how is it going to be received how might other people think of it um and I think the main thing that helps me get through that kind of hurdle is trusting that my intention when I'm posting or sharing or whatever I'm doing is true and honest so for example if I'm having um let's say I'm eating a spaghetti bolognese for my dinner and I think it's the best thing I've ever eaten in my life and I genuinely believe it's the best thing I've had in my life but I put it on social media and everyone says what the hell is that it's disgusting that's awful I'm gonna get over that because in that moment when I shared it I believed it was the best thing ever right does that make sense but if yeah. I'm sharing stuff that I'm not truly passionate about or truly believe in, and I'm almost, you know, trying to share stuff to impress people or maybe not being true to myself, and then it gets bad stick, right? That's when it's quite difficult to get over and quite a difficult hurdle to kind of get past. So I think bearing that in mind, always trying to stay true to yourself as to what you post on social media, what kind of messaging you're putting out there to your followers. It's not always going to get received in the best way. You yeah. might have your words misconstrued. It might be misinterpreted. You can't avoid that. But what you can kind of guarantee to, to the higher extent that what you're putting out there is true to yourself and that will always make things a bit easier that's so refreshing to hear and I think it's actually like really solid advice that I'm going to take away and I think mm. you know a lot of the people who I talk to like on the back of this show and like a lot of the people that kind of like who listen in struggle with that kind of I, I find it really funny how we're kind of like we're kind of forced to wear masks at the minute because I feel like even before this kind of pandemic mm. we were all kind of at some degree wearing some level of a mask of like either scared of being ourselves and kind of mm -hmm. being who we're supposed to be so I think it's really refreshing to hear someone like kind of like especially like in your position like yeah like all you can do is be yourself it's this yeah like, and that, the, 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 the crazy people exactly and the the beautiful irony of, it, irony of it, that when you're trying to conform and trying to do stuff to please the people, if you get really, really good at that, that's when you're the least happiest. And I can say that hand on, that's from my personal experience. When you get really good at impressing people and it seems like you've got everyone pleased, <laughs> that you and yourself go home and you're not very happy. It's actually much more efficient to have no one even really like you, but you're being the most true, honest version of yourself and that's when you tend to get the the happiest. You go to sleep, you have great sleep, you wake up in a good mood, you see you start to see things see things happening in a good light rather than a bad light. And um, yeah, that'd be my, my biggest advice, 100 percent That's brilliant. To be fair, if like if no one else takes anything else away from this episode today, let it be that. Yeah, you'll always you'll always you don't you don't lose sleep when you know when you know you're being authentic. I think if you're being authentic, then you know. If people don't like how you come across, then that's their problem, not your problem. You're just being you, you know? Do you know, I'm going to put that in a photo frame, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, frame it. That, that's it. Episode <laughs> that's <but>. it. <laughs>
um, uh. again like to be fair like i feel like you're like leading this conversation very nicely because one of the other things i wanted to talk to you about was kind of like the passion projects and obviously you're very big into like your fitness and like wellness and like taking care of yourself where did that passion mm. come from like how did it start uh it, it's funny actually i feel like the root of it probably wasn't anything to do with why i do it now it was probably much more of a um you know uh, a surface thing i wanted to work out to yeah. maybe look good um, wanted to work out because my friends are doing it. It was more of a social thing. Um, but how it's kind of spiraled into where it's at is completely different, two completely different places. I think when it started, it was more of a, like I said, you know, my friends were training. Some of my friends' brothers and older friends were training. And I was like, right, I want to do that because it looks good. They're looking muscly. I want to get in bigger. I was a very yeah. slim lad growing up. Still, I'm quite slim, but even skinnier. Um, played a lot of football, so I was always running. Um, so yeah, I wanted to kind of build my physique in a in a more surface, external way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or very like, why am I doing this on a deeper level? Um, didn't really care about health in general. It was more just about the physical side of looking good. Um, and then I think another huge factor into why it's kind of played out as more of a long-term passion rather than a short-term fix was um, my mum getting quite ill. I don't know if you knew anything about that, but my mum got quite ill with a, a degenerative disease when she was like, well, I want to say maybe about 10 years ago. Um, yeah. So in the middle of my childhood, kind of growing up type thing. And I think seeing her being a fully healthy, able-bodied woman, just have her health taken from her, essentially, without any real triggers, um, really motivated me to be like, wow, like I've got a, an able body here and I need to treat it with respect and kind of it can be taken from me at any moment. Yeah. And I really deeped that at like 10, 12 years old. I remember having those kind of thoughts like, at any moment I could just get ill or have a car crash or something happen and I'm not fit and healthy anymore. So I need to kind of maintain that and treat it with respect, if you like. So I think that's probably where it, where it stems from, yeah. Mate, first of all, I want to thank you for sharing that because I, I was aware, but obviously I didn't know whether you wanted to kind of like talk about it. But the second thing, I went through a very, not a similar thing, but obviously my mum's life changed overnight and she was very active, always up at the crack of dawn you know hoovering the astro oh, wow. the, the annoying stuff that she used to do um and now she's in her rehabilitation yeah. home um obviously learning to use her hands and stuff so i'm in this kind of oh, wow. mind now where i need to like i need to live life the fullest now like i need to say yes to everything i need to enjoy it because it can be taken away from you know it can be taken from anywhere like in a matter of seconds yeah but hearing you say that it's kind of really struck a but kind of a chord, especially when it comes to like health, because I have a really yeah. like unhealthy coping mechanism, like with food. Like I'm, I'm quite, I'm fairly active. Like I'll, you know, I swim most days. I'm always out walking, doing this, that, and the other. But hearing you say, like, you know, from seeing that and taking that almost kind of like a positive and that motivation from such a like a painful experience. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I feel like I needed to hear that. So, oh well, I'm glad you took. I'm glad you took something that. from that because, and that's the main reason why I like to be so open because you never know who might interpret your messaging in a way that could change their life. And me coming yeah. on here and talking about something that could be painful or could be difficult to talk about might be difficult for me, but then you might take something from that, or you might share this podcast, and you might help a hundred people by sharing it, or a thousand, or ten million. You never know. So, yeah, yeah well, like that's nice. probably the main. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> something might happen to you which you didn't account for and then what you know you're going to be sitting around thinking life isn't fair your whole life when you could have been making the most of it while you had yeah. the chance so yeah that's 
that's probably my, my stance on it is, you know, you, we take for granted, we take it for granted, don't we, our health? Because we have it oh, from birth and we just we know other way. It's the only way we know is to be healthy. So um we do take it for granted. Um, but I think sometimes it takes you to go through something like that for you to realise, wow, like it's not gonna be here forever or it could be taken from yeah. you. So we need to make the most of it. Well it's it's kind of mm. and that's for mental like... as well, not just not just physical. Oh, hundred percent. And I think to be fair, that's where I was going with that next because it was the first when everything happened from that point of view. I didn't understand mental health. I'd never really heard of it. Whereas now, like, I take it so mm. seriously. Like, I mean, I still have a laugh and a joke about it because I'm not an overly serious person, but it's that kind of kick up the ass all the time that I need that, like, yeah, you know, you need to take that time out for yourself. You know, the importance, like, you don't have to be like running mm. marathons, you don't have to be doing all that. But taking that time and like finding what works for you and looking after yourself, like the impact and ripple effect it can have is is phenomenal. Oh yeah, it's in measure, it's unmeasurable. It's like you know, if you've got a sound mental health and everything's in order, you've got good relationships, you're feeling good when you wake up in the morning, you've got healthy work life balance. Um, the 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 domino effect, the, the butterfly ripple effect, like you mentioned, is yeah. you can't measure it. Like, and also what people always fail to like consider is it like just because you don't get a result instantly you know you might be feeling great one day but that doesn't mean you're going to win the lottery that same day right but if you have a great mental health across like a six month span or a five year span where do you think your life is going to look compared to the other person who did five years of bad mental health like yeah. the difference is not just going to be like here and here it's going to be like like hugely yeah. different you go down a whole different path different trajectory so um yeah one thing i'm learning more and more is that even as a PT, like a personal trainer who cares about physical health, right? It's it's more mental than than physical. Yeah. It's way more about mental, and it's going to be increasingly, you know, popularized. I think in in society in the next few years. But I think people will eventually realize that it's always been a mental game. It's not even about physical. It's like if you can get a physical great body, great. But it's always been mental, and it always will be. <laughs> no, I love that. What um what advice you would would you give to someone who you know who does wake up in the morning like knowing that like oh, I probably should go to the gym, but then that kind of voice kicks in like oh just that extra twenty minutes in bed, like that extra thirty minutes like what advice have you got for like potentially like getting past that kind of hurdle? Um, I, I'll go. I've got a soft answer and then, and then a hard answer. And the hard answer is what I give myself. The hard answer is kind of you're never going to be where you expect to be in the long yeah. run if you do what everyone else is most likely to do. And I feel like what most people do, unfortunately, is give themselves extra 20 minutes in bed. They do the one or two less reps or they eat that chocolate bar because they're feeling a bit self-indulgent. And my mindset is like an elitist kind of like, right, you yeah. want to be in the 1%, you want to be the next Kobe Bryant or the next Wayne Rooney or whoever it is. Do you think he had the chocolate bar? Do you think he stayed in bed? And that's the kind of conversation I have with myself. It's like, you're never going to be the top, top, top if you're doing what the 99% are doing, you know? And then the the soft answer, which is what I'd advise maybe most people is (laughs) when you're having that kind of moment of procrastination and you're struggling to get the motivation, remind yourself of how good it's going to feel when you get it done. So like, if you didn't have that procrastination, almost the satisfaction isn't as good. You know, if you're just in a routine of getting up, you go to the gym, get it done. I've had days when I do that because it's a habit and I don't even feel that good after working out. It's just a standard routine thing. I just get it done. I feel good, but not amazing. I feel like the best workouts and the best times I've done something came right after I felt like quitting or felt like, oh, I can't be bothered or oh, I've got this thing I could be doing instead. 
And I feel like for those people who are struggling to get out of bed in the morning or struggling to stick to a diet or struggling to say no to that pizza or whatever it is, I feel like in those moments, remind yourself of the other side of the coin. It's like if you get through this hurdle short term in an hour or six hours or when up tomorrow or when you get on the skills for that wedding you've got or whatever it is, you're going to feel so good and you're going to you're going to feel like, wow, that was worth it, you know. So remind yourself of that that moment, I would say. That's a soft answer. <laughs> to be fair, I was expecting the hard answer to be a lot worse. <laughs> so you did well with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I, I censored it slightly. I tend to be a bit more extreme. So, but yeah. No, again, I think it's like brilliant advice, mate. So when I, I ask this, because I find it so interesting, and music is, again, another one of my biggest coping mechanisms, what's mm. like playing in your ears when you're in the gym like what's your like your go-to's like to get your like up and running this is a this is a funny one actually so i obviously there's a, every now and again i'll be playing a new album or a new thing that's just come out but most commonly i tend to play music that reminds me of when i very first started lifting weights which doesn't really make sense because how i thought then isn't yeah. how i think now but i remember how i used to think about training when i first started and it was very much like come on, let's do it. Let's get this weight up. Big set, big weights. We're going to get big. That's kind of how I used yeah. to think. And I feel like sometimes I channel that inner like 16 year old when I'm in the gym, even now, because sometimes when I'm feeling a bit like, oh, going through the motions a bit, sometimes I need that little kid in me to be excited and be like, right, let's get it up. Yeah. Let's do this. So um, the music I listen to sometimes or probably more often than not in the gym is like old school, like house music, like, okay. <laughs> like festival, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. house DJs, that kind of stuff. Because um, that was what, I, to be honest, that was what I was into when I was 15, 16. It was, it was, it was, you know, house music and DJ sets and that kind of stuff. Not really so much these days, but I still listen to that kind of music when I'm in the gym. And I, I don't even know, only when I'm in the gym as well, not, nowhere else. I wouldn't drive to it. I wouldn't, you know, tidy up, tidy the house with it on. Never. When I'm in the gym, though, it just hits differently. And I can't really explain why. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I'm going to take that as well, because I feel like if you, you need that, don't you? Like, to get you through especially like to push through that next step so if you've got something that's like got so many good memories attached to it and you kind of reminiscing i feel like it is going mm. to push you forward more i'm gonna have to start yeah 100 100 and it's literally that kind set. of <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i wasn't listening i might to give that a try actually 16. I just want to say that. Yeah, I, I think no. <laughs> Spice Girls, Justin Timberlake, you know, it's all coming out. It's fine. Classics. That's not even a gym thing. That's my <laughs> normal day-to-day playlist. <laughs> yeah, that's just driving around the estate, like <laughs> windows down. They, yeah. they know they know yeah. you're driving around that corner before I even get around the corner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, thank you so much for joining me for a waffle because I. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm a huge fan anyway of yours and some of the stuff that you stand for. And I wasn't expect I don't want to downplay this here, like I wasn't expecting to kind of get the, like the advice that I did, especially like oh. surrounded like our mum situation and like, mate, I can't thank you enough. Like I've took so oh, it's much been an absolute, it. It's been an absolute pleasure and thanks for having me on. And I feel like we've even chatted more than I was expecting to and I'm looking at the sign behind behind you that says the waffle shop, and I'm thinking, wow, I've definitely waffled a lot today. So yeah, maybe it was a good thing getting me on. Perfect brand, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Although it gets really awkward when like you have American guests and they think they're talking about food. Oh, yeah, yeah. that can that can be a problem. Was devastated. Oh, like, really? I saw the disappointment in his face when 
He just like, completely yeah. signed up to the wrong thing. Yeah, chicken and waffles. That's what he was expecting. I was oh, like, oh, no. devastated. Yeah, See, that's that's where we got it right. I knew what I was signing up for. See, no. <laughs> See we're best mates now. So it's. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Huge thank you to my very special guest this week, the brilliant Danny Williams. Make sure you check out his page for a load of fitness and mental health tips. As always, if you like what you've heard, hit subscribe and I'll see you next week. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.